it's very sweet. I, I, I feel her stepping in and saying, it's okay, my love. I feel like she's calling me my love. Um, <laughs> she says, I'm used to doing take two. I'm used to doing take two. <laughs> this is Talking to the Dead with Jenny Cubic. I'm your host, Joe Oliva. Let me introduce you to the star of the show. With her hair pulled back for the first time, <laughs> your friend and mine, Janet Cubic. Hello. I, I didn't realize that my hair being pulled back was going to be such a, of such notoriety. Is that the word? Or of such importance? But funny thing. I, I thought you got a haircut. Oh, no. Well, actually, the reason it's pulled back... Well, I do like to pull it back, but the the only time I can is when it's long enough. And because I have still yet to go to the hair salon and get my hair cut since pre-pandemic times, um, it is now long enough for me to actually pull up off my face. Um, Let me ask the question that all the viewers and listeners want to know. Is this the (laughs) longest your hair has ever been? Oh, goodness, no. No. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> no, I. it was long before, and then I <clears throat> went through the mom phase, right, with little kids where you have no time, and um, although I never spend any time on my hair, which is why it's almost always pulled back like this when it's long enough, um, but I did go through that whole phase of short, keeping it short, short and sweet. Um, right. Yeah, there's too many other things going on, but uh, yeah, no, this is just the fact that I haven't had it, uh, haven't had a cut in a very, very long time. But that's okay because I also feel I'm becoming the segue king here now, Joe. I'm taking over your title. <laughs> that it leads into who or what we might be talking about, more specifically, who we might be talking to today on this episode. Can I take one guess? Yes. Is it the inventor of the ponytail? Um, not that I'm aware of. I mean, this, this person was, um, uh, very highly acclaimed. I'm not sure if that's one of her credits. It okay. I don't know. Okay. Who's knocking on the door today? Janet? Okay. You're ready for it. Um, so today I believe we are hearing from the, um, lovely Miss Audrey Hepburn. Audrey Hepburn. Now you yeah. mentioned in the past few days that you were kind of, you mentioned different celebrities sometimes who you're kind of getting bugged by, as you call it. You don't mm-hmm. mean it in an offensive way. No. And you mentioned her. I didn't know a ton about her. I knew a couple of movies that she was in, but she, she was born in the 1920s, I think. She was kind of before my time. But for those that don't know and are too lazy to Google it, she was a <laughs> famous European actress, actor, who had sort of worldwide fame, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, and she passed away, I don't know how many years ago, more than 10 years ago. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, funny thing being, um, Joe, is that I actually don't really know a lot about her either. Um, but I find that, you know, it has been happening, this this weird sort of thing where I've been getting, like you say, bugged, or these little things have been coming forward, and then all of a sudden we sit down to do this, and these celebrities are, are showing up um, with messages. Um, but what I'm finding is that um, now that's starting to, starting to become more of a pattern or a habit and I'm, I'm able to recognize it, I actually don't look into whoever it is um, because my goal is to, um, if they choose to come forward, just 
do it as authentically as possible. And right. sometimes I feel like the more I know about a person, um, the more that I can potentially, you know, start thinking about that person and allowing my own thoughts and interpretations to interject. Right. So I have very specifically, even though I have been getting little nudges um, about her wanting to step forward or share with us, I have very specifically not been allowing myself to uh, to Google her or or find out more about her. So, yes, um, I, on the other hand, uh, do Google everyone that you mentioned. <laughs> That's because right. It's not going to bias me at all because I'm not the one who's the medium. Uh, I was just giving people context, so they're like, okay, oh, I, I know who she is now, sort of more or less. Yes. Yes, okay. exactly. Is she there? Yeah, actually, I'm, I'm having a hard time focusing, so um, uh, definitely feeling her presence. I actually am going to step back a little bit, though, or rewind a little bit and say that this morning, um, I feel as though I already had an opportunity to speak um, with her briefly. Um, she came forward with the most beautiful accent, um, British, I believe, British accent. And, um, she had a few things to say and I'm going to, I didn't write them down, which I probably should have, um, because I was busy doing things at the time that they came yeah. through, but I'd like to try to remember them. And, and one of them was something along the lines of, um, it's okay to want to feel beautiful. and then. Following that, the statement was something along the lines of, and again, I may not be getting this exactly right, but along the lines of the trouble being that beauty has become about acceptance rather than celebration. Beauty, can you say that again? Yeah. So actually, I'm going to see if I can hone right into her energy and, and see if she'll bring forward that message again. It's very sweet. I, I, I feel her stepping in and saying, it's okay, my love. I feel like she's calling me my love. Um, <laughs> she says, I'm used to doing take two. I'm used to doing take two. <laughs> um, okay, so just let me hone in here for a second. She says, the trouble being that beautiful or what we define or classify as beautiful has become more about whether or not we feel accepted as opposed to feeling celebrated. She's saying that the issue, she's continuing to say, the, the issue is that we have become accustomed to placing value judgment or personal judgment of oneself or of others based on their outward appearance or what they present to the world. She says, okay. rather than celebrating the unique beauty of each individual, whatever that may be, tall or, or small, round or stick, I get like a vision of sort of like a stick, person like a very very thin person she says it's all beautiful and need not be categorized or classified simply celebrated and okay she sort of stepped back for a second wow these um celebrities that are coming forward are very very wise <laughs> yeah 
Yeah, it's it's interesting because um, I find that you, you talked about is it energetic imprint? Is that what you call it? Energetic um, identifiers. Identifiers. Yes. The pattern that I, we've both been noticing is that they sort of come forward and present themselves as they were here, but then all of them have been giving these really deep messages. Like they take time to absorb and write them down. And I have to reread them a few times. I think that is one that um, that is going to require some sitting with again, some you know, some deeper exploration or feeling on it. I feel like it's a very powerful message. She says, now is the time uh, of the woman. She said, even more so than when I was here. She said, I was a trailblazer, so to speak, in terms of um, representing or as a representation of a strong woman. And she said, strong, not as in, you know, my stature by any means. She said, in fact, quite the opposite. But in terms of having a voice, allowing myself to be seen, and some connection to notoriety, um, allowing herself to have significant notoriety. <clears throat> I hear the world, the word trailblazer, okay. a trailblazer of sorts, especially she says in the industry um, of film, she says, I worked in a male dominated industry and oh boy, did I know it. <laughs> <laughs> and she said don't think for a moment that i did not use my feminine wiles to my advantage so to speak she says not in a not in um trying to get the word in an offensive way but she was definitely aware um she, she was definitely aware of her of her beauty right Mm -hmm. And she was smart. She says she was smart and she knew how to utilize, not use, use doesn't sound right, but utilize those qualities to, to her advantage. And again, not advantage in a slimy sort of way. Like it doesn't feel that way at all. It, it's, she knew how to use what she had as a woman to support her in her work. <clears throat> she says, but far too often there is an ideal. And she says, oh, don't I know it. I've become an ideal, something aspired to by others in order to feel a connection to their own beauty. She says, but beauty lies within. Beauty resonates from within one's soul. This is the beauty to be celebrated. And there need not be any need for acceptance regarding one's physical stature, one's physical appearance. It simply is a representation of the incarnation of your soul. It shouldn't allow you greater opportunity or greater ease of experience. It is simply something to enjoy the physical form, to appreciate the physical form. Without all of the hullabaloo, she says, that, is, that has become attached to it. 
she's a lovely energy. Oh yeah? Yeah, she feels really lovely. Um, she feels smart. Um, yeah, she just feels smart, I think is the word, just, or wise. She just feels like she was wise. She sort of has these demeanors. I'll be interested to watch a, a movie uh, or some or something with her after we film this because I feel sort of these little movements that she has, um, like a real sort of physicality um, coming forward in the way she talks. Right. Um, yeah, which is really cool. Did you have any questions you'd like to try to ask? She answered one of them already. Uh, oh, okay. In her last statement, two of them actually. Um, but I do have a question. I, I was going to say, has it changed since her era? And she said it. She she already answered that one. That was something. And then I was going to ask if it's more. This message is more for females generally or males generally. And she kind of answered that too. So she's a step ahead of me. Slow yeah. down, Audrey. Yeah, and she does say she says <laughs> it's for you all. She says anyone walking in human form has the right to feel blessed and joyous within their being. It need not be minimized or picked apart or critiqued. It is more about how we feel that is important and that dictates how we present to others or how we should be perceived by others. Not so much the physical encapsulation of the spirit within. Can I ask her a question about the film industry being male dominated? Yeah. <laughs> she says everything's male dominated, my friend. <laughs> except, except childbirth, right? <laughs> <laughs> she says, oh, the joys of woman, womanhood. <laughs> she says, but things are fast changing. And she says, they'll resolve even more so once we can move through the anger and the resentment that has been created by the experiences of the past, by the condemnation, so to speak, or, or I'm trying to hear her exact word. Um, I, I can't quite hear the word. It's the idea of it is of this sort of the, the push, putting down or pushing down of, of women. I can't quite get the exact word, but that's the sort of idea that she's showing me. Hmm. I'm having a little bit harder time flowing with her energy. Um, More than Robin Williams? <laughs> yeah. He was just like right there. Bam. In my face. She's a little less, she's maybe a little less forceful that way. So I'm trying to stay connected with her. Can I ask her about the Me Too movement relative to what she talked about, the the male-dominated industry? Is that a... a, a sight of things to come this so is she she says reactionary it's a reactionary position to the role that women have been put into or placed into um over the many many years um previous years um it is a stepping stone it is a building block again it is it is shrouded by a significant amount of negative energy of the resentment, of the anger um, for sort of the misdemeanors of the past. 
she says, as time moves on, women will naturally grow into their confidence and into ownership of their roles in a more balanced way with the male species and with less aggression. She says aggression sometimes can push people away or push people back or almost cause some resistance. She says right. the empowerment is bang on. <laughs> the empowerment is the ideal that will be carried forward moving forward she says but the aggression the negativity the darker energies that have sort of forced or propelled the movement forward will indeed subside and it will be at this time where the balance will become more innate more natural less forced um, more easily recognized she says we we or there still is is a little ways to go. Um, it feels like a lot of what's happening right now is that, and and we've talked about this pre in previous episodes. A lot of the excuse my language shit is hitting the fan. <laughs> a lot the of Janet the, or Audrey said that's you saying that. That's just that me. Her? Yes. This okay. Is me. Okay. Sorry, yeah. I'm, I'm back here to you. Uh, back here to you guys now. Um, the shit is hitting the fan, so to speak, yeah. in that those those negative experiences, those negative energies, if you want to refer to it that way, are surfacing. And um, the the underlying wounds, the underlying change is present and it's there and it's very positive. But we're at a place right now where um, it's all very kind of heightened or surrounded or sort of soaked in that negative energy because that negative energy has is, is been acting as the catalyst to kind of bring it all out. Does that make sense? It does to me. Yeah, okay. sure. Okay. Did you have Another, anything? Yeah. And more questions. Um, I read okay. a very troubling stat and I, I didn't quite follow up on it, so I don't know the source of it, but I think someone I was speaking to had read it as well in maybe a different place. So I think it might be true. But it said that there are a troubling number of suicides among um, preteens and early teens, like uh, 10 to 13 year olds. I think it was specifically girls. And I think it was related to social media and sort of the, we're talking about beauty, right? And the, the pressure for them to look a certain way or act a certain way or be accepted as she's, she mentions here. Mm -hmm. um, does she think that social media is helping, hurting? Is it pulling things back or driving things forward in a positive direction? Well, the first thing that comes forward is she says it's so much broader. It's so much bigger than, than when I was there or when it was my outlet or platform. Facet is the word I hear. Um, there's so much more accessibility. She says, which could serve as a good, a good thing in moving forward, in allowing more faces to be seen, more bodies to be seen. She says, but yet we are still having to work through the, uh, or what has been created. Right. Yeah, so it feels like, you know, there, there is positivity in that, we are moving forward, but yet we still have to 
deal with the negative parts of it first in order to be able to move forward and change it. Like it doesn't just change like that. It's like we right. can, we don't all of a sudden get it and it's okay. It's like we our attention gets called to it. Then we have to examine it and explore it and see the damage that it's causing and become aware of that and, and attuned is the word I hear, attuned to that in order to propel us forward. Yeah, I think I think sometimes things like that can take generations to change, unfortunately, right? It doesn't happen overnight. If you mm -hmm. look at ra racism as sort of a parallel. Yes. It didn't it didn't end, you know, in the eighteen hundreds. It, it it still exists today. It's sort of generational. Um hopefully this isn't the case with body image and how young people specifically think of themselves. Mm -hmm. Sorry, she's jumping back in. She <clears throat> says those those women, those young women who are coming forward at this time are coming forward on a mission in order to create better balance. And their actions are a reflection of that. Are you talking about which women are you talking about, young women? She's referring to women of this sort of new generation of the young women. I think the women that you were sort of speaking to of this, of that age group, that sort of preteen, teen age group. It feels like they, they are a very powerful knowing generation, right. knowing what direction we need to be heading in, knowing what needs to be brought to the surface, um, what needs attention. And they're facilitating that attention. Okay, Audrey, anything else that you want to mention? Or Janet, any other thoughts? Um, well, the one thing that's interesting to me, like I said, I, I had this sense that she was going to be coming forward today. And I almost purposely tried to sort of avoid looking up anything to do with her. But the right. one thing I'm curious about myself is her accent. Because it's it's sort of weird to me because sometimes when I'm hearing her, I feel like she's coming forward with a British accent. Right. Um, but then as I'm actually sort of channeling her and allowing her to speak through me, it definitely feels like there's sort of a, a different way of speaking, um, which may be noticeable when I watch it back, but it doesn't feel like an actual accent. So I'm a little confused there as to, to what that means. Uh, about a month ago, actually, this came up on YouTube or something like that. Um, there's something called a transatlantic accent. It's that sort of um, almost American, almost British accent. I think she had, she perf perfected that. So they wanted movies, they wanted movies to be shown in the United States and in England. And so they, they invented an, a an accent that's sort of a hybrid and they called it the transatlantic accent. She was born in, I, just, I looked her up, uh, in Belgium and passed away in Switzerland, lived in England and Netherlands. Okay. So that might have impacted her accent at all. But I, I'm pretty sure she was one of those celebrities who could do that transatlantic accent. And if you could do it, you could get a lot of work, apparently. So oh. she was probably... Okay. That makes a little more sense because I wasn't quite sure because it was coming through in sort of those two different ways. Um, at different times. So fascinating. Very cool. Aud Audrey, 
Anything else? Give it to Janet in your best accent. <laughs> <laughs> I just hear thank you for your time. It's a pleasure to be able to, to speak through, to communicate, to, to share. And then that, that's sort of it. Yeah, well, thank you, Audrey, for coming. Okay, you're watching and or listening to Talking to the Dead with Janet Kubik and Audrey Hepburn. <laughs> thank you for joining us. Don't forget to subscribe on whichever platform you're joining us on. It helps spread the word by sharing. And be sure to visit JanetKubik.com and sign up for her email list. Bye, guys. Bye. Thanks so much for checking in. Thank you.